Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. ...of that affidavit connected with the search of Donald Trump's home will be released tomorrow. The Dow up 323 points today, and the Orioles hosting the White Sox tonight in Baltimore. We'll have an update from Steve Dresner in sports. It's 8 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. California's Air Quality Regulation Board has voted to stop the sale of gas-powered cars by 2035 and go electric. The latest from CBS's Dina Demetrius. Here in Los Angeles, many already know the benefits. For you, what was, what was the driving factor for buying an EV? Price of gas. Governor Gavin Newsom first announced the plan in 2020, part of a more ambitious goal for a carbon-free economy. We can't get there unless we accelerate our efforts in the transportation sector. The California Air Resources Board voted to approve the policy, which would dramatically lower emissions and air pollutants. Today, we have the opportunity to accelerate those plans and solidify them into law. It could be released at any time now. Parts of the affidavit used to authorize the search warrant for Mar-a-Lago. CBS's Elise Preston. Judge Bruce Reinhardt ruled redactions the government submitted Thursday are necessary to protect the identities of witnesses, law enforcement agents, and uncharged parties. Some redactions are also masking the strategy, direction, scope, sources, and methods of the investigation. CBS News and other media outlets had sued to have the affidavit made public. Now the redacted version will be unsealed Friday. Elise Preston, CBS News, New York. Storms dump several inches of rain on central Mississippi. Large fans are being used to dry out the Exchange Church in suburban Jackson. Pastor Bryant May. Over the course of probably about an hour, we took on uh, three inches of water throughout 90% of our building. That's uh, about 11,000 square feet. Forecasters say flooding is likely across southwestern Alabama through nightfall. A new study says dangerous heat conditions are likely to increase by at least 300% in the coming decades. CBS's Steve Futterman. It is a sobering report in many parts of the mid-latitudes, which includes the continental U.S. and most of Europe. A heat index of 103 degrees will be reached 20 to 50 times by the year 2050. In some tropical areas, it will be much worse. In a tropical belt, which includes India, temperatures of more than 123 degrees will occur one to four weeks every 12 months. And in the southwest U.S., extreme heat could linger for most of the summer. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Texas officials are apparently doing more than just sending to East Coast cities busloads of asylum seekers from the U.S.-Mexico border. Word is recent arrivals in New York City are sporting barcodes, which are removed at the Port Authority bus terminal. New York City Commissioner Manuel Castro. Governor Abbott is barcoding people and treating them as less than human, as if they were cattle. This is CBS News. The Dell Technologies Labor Day event is here. Up to 48% off Vostro laptops with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Upgrade by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 803 on Thursday, August 25th of 2022. It's 79, dropping to the 60s to low 70s tonight.
Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. Several Prince George's County police officers are accused of double dipping by working a side job at the same time they were supposed to be on duty for the police force. WTOP's Mike Marillo has the story. We have some bad apples that need to be held accountable. Deputy Chief Administrative Officer for the county, Barry Stanton, on the indictment against 14 Prince George's County police officers, among them one who is now retired. They're accused of working shifts for a fellow officer's security firm, while at the same time on duty as police officers between 2019 and 2021. The allegations on this large group of officers are deeply troubling. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz charges against the 14 include theft and misconduct in office. The investigation into them stems from a look into the officer who ran the security firm. He pleaded guilty to federal tax evasion charges. In Upper Marlboro, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. In the nation's capital, D.C. police have three men in custody in connection with a triple shooting last evening, which they now think is linked to a mass shooting earlier yesterday. Police Chief Robert Conti says it appears the men shot near a senior living center on O Street Northwest on Wednesday afternoon were targeted. Five people in total were shot. Uh, two people uh, died as a result of that act. Several hours later, a triple shooting nearby in the area of Lincoln Road and Quincy Street Northwest. Officers spotted the suspect's vehicle and arrested three men. Five firearms to include two automatic rifles were recovered from those individuals. The three victims in the Quincy Street shooting are expected to recover. Based upon our investigation now, we certainly believe that this was some retaliation for the shooting that occurred earlier. Police are now investigating what led to that initial shooting. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. And D.C. police are asking anyone with information about either shooting to contact them. New tonight, a former counselor at a Northern Virginia middle school has been charged with providing false information to the state's sex offender registry. Virginia State Police say they arrested 50-year-old Darren Thornton today in Richmond. Thornton's tenure as counselor at Glasgow Middle School in Fairfax County has prompted multiple investigations. He was arrested in 2020 for solicitation of a minor as part of an online stig operation in Chesterfield County. Thornton was convicted in order to register as a sex offender, but he remained employed as a school counselor. Fairfax County Public Schools did not place him on leave until this past June when he was again charged in a second online sting by Chesterfield Police. This week, though, police acknowledged the emails that they sent to Fairfax County Public Schools never went through because of typos in the email addresses. Fairfax County Superintendent Michelle Reed met today with nearly two dozen families at Glasgow Middle. She says mistakes were clearly made that enabled that counselor to remain employed despite a conviction for soliciting prostitution of a minor. School board member Riccardi Anderson says it's a county-wide problem. A third-party investigation into the incident is underway. The discovery that a Fairfax County counselor was still on the job has county leaders calling for change in the way information is shared. A letter to the Fairfax County delegation of the Virginia General Assembly comes after emails bounced back from a police department letting Fairfax County Public Schools know that a middle school counselor had been arrested and charged with soliciting prostitution from a minor. Fairfax County Board of Supervisors Chairman Jeffrey McKay. The reason for the letter is to alert our state elected officials and frankly our federal elected officials that you know, we need a much better system where there's accountability. He hopes it would help create a paper trail and keep this from happening again. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a redacted version of the affidavit used in the search of former President Trump's home in Florida set to be released tomorrow. We'll hear from CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum just ahead.
It's 8.07. Have you been wanting to give your home or apartment a fresh new look? Perhaps furnish an Airbnb? Or maybe you need help setting up your home office? Come in today during Court Furniture Outlet's annual Labor Day sale and let Court's friendly and knowledgeable furniture consultants help you find everything you need to live and work in comfort and style. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television, by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar now save even more this episode is brought to you by zelle whenever you're sending money through an app or online it's important to do it safely here are a few helpful tips first always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to second confirm you have entered their contact details correctly and finally if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away think twice before sending money through an app or online As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.